You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. And we're back with another episode of the People's Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of the shenanigans. This is episode 84 Whoa. of your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. I am Miss Amber Nicole here. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ on the mic. And we're here again to give y'all the goods. We know you missed us because we missed y'all even more. Hey, hey. Um, we have a show full of goodness and... You know, some good stories, and I'm excited for happy hour. Y'all know happy hour is my favorite segment of every episode. Um, we It's been a long time since we've been around the table here in the studio. Um, Word up. Shouts to Uncle Ra, who's here with us tonight. We yes. love you. Yes. Yeah, we have not seen Uncle Ra in forever. Right. Um, I guess without further ado, I'm going to hold up my imaginary drink oh give me the cranberry i'll hold the cranberry juice here (laughs) (laughs) um and we're gonna give our cheers and everyone watching on instagram live thank you so much for tuning in everyone listening right now we love you so much for tuning in again um y'all know how it go we cheers in the happy hour this is where we catch up sit around see what's up see what's been going on and um cheers Cheers. Cheers. Love you guys. Who wants to start off today? Refresh your thirst. Um, quench your thirst. Refresh your thirst. That's nice. <laughs> uh, I'll start happy hour. Ain't really much been going on, you know. I just been in the house or whatever. Um, I've been. Oh, my sister got married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of the reason when you guys didn't hear from us, like for that for the amount of time that you haven't. Um, I, we were at my sister's wedding on one Thursday. Shout out to Amber and Joe again for hosting the reception. Shout out to Joe for praying over them and reading the scripture during the ceremony. Thank you know, you. we keep it all in the family. You yes. know, and then we had we had such a good old time. It was, yes. it was amazing. It was a lot. Yeah, so shout out to Dom and AZ. Congratulations again. I love you both. Um, and other than that, like, I don't know, like, what what else we was doing? Nothing? Oh, what y'all was doing? I really, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the wedding was like the highlight. I did go to, um, a grand opening of a restaurant that was really cool some mm-hmm. of my frat brothers um recently opened a nashville hot chicken restaurant down in new brunswick area so that was cool shout out to them and uh all the good fellas and, and people and ladies over there at what the cluck nj um that's dope what else i mean you know the the days first of all february flew by that's yeah. mm-hmm. now it's mid-march mm-hmm. um a little scary um, next thing you know, it's going to be summertime and then it's going to be 2022. So it's just like, you know, the days they're going by so fast For sure. and I'm just literally trying to revel, you know, in the present. So the past, what, two weeks, I guess, um, not too much has gone on, honestly, for me, you know, work is work, home is home. <laughs> I don't really think I have anything much more exciting than the wedding and yeah, the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, yeah, the highlight of my week. God, yeah, I don't know. You know, the wedding as well. 
was my highlight. You know, another thing that I felt that I went through, I, you know, like I was telling you guys last year around this time, uh, not me. La- oh yeah, last time around this, uh, last year around this time, we were starting the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah. t- tomorrow's gonna be a year that I've been working from home. And you, it was for those of you that may have been true to this, you know that it was very rough for me last year. Uh-huh. And, you know, that Monday, last Monday, I had a meeting with my executive director and it was very nerve wracking because I'm not used to getting people, having people send me a calendar invite, like without me being notified by email first. Yeah. So it was I, just out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere. So it was just like okay, and she like was really like impressed on my performance, Good. and uh-huh. I was like very happy because you know the last time I got a, a a meeting request out of nowhere, it was because I was being written up out of nowhere. Uh-huh. But you know, for no reason, like for no right. reason and, and at it was, all. It was all vindicated. So right. <laughs> So I do, I am very grateful to my Lord and Savior because, you know, it allowed the, my senior management to see my true potential without anybody even have to notifying them. So I was working hand in hand with my, uh, with my senior management team and I've been getting very good um, reports. That's so awesome. That's a so, good yeah. feeling. Right. It's very, it's really good. Uh, this week I'll be getting my, uh, my end of year review we'll see how that goes because uh, you know you know they're always going to say there's some improvement that we there's can some have room for opportunity mm-hmm. with this right right let me tell you where you can take your room for opportunity <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you right where you could put it yeah so you know i just thank god for to have a job and amen and hallelujah well, that's cool. I, I'm sorry that we don't have, you know, much more eventful um, updates for you guys here on Happy Hour. But we're going to move right along um, to the next segment. I got one exciting update. <laughs> Go for it, girl. You know, guys, in a couple of months, um, we're going to be celebrating our 100th episode of the People's Podcast. Wow. Wow. And it's not just going to be... Like, oh, hey, guys, here's to 100. It's going to be a production. (laughs) It's going to be a good time. A production, you said? A production. A production. A party. A party. Tickets will be sold. Oh, tickets? (laughs) Yes. Uh Tickets. (laughs) There is a venue. Oh, oh. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, so that's exciting. You guys should look for it um, and, and um, listen and tune in to, as we continue to give you updates about that. That's going to be a real good time. The road to 100. I'm yes, excited. yes, mm-hmm. it's that a cassette. It, it's about to be two years, and it's it's probably three years. Three years? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Three years. Uh-huh. I told somebody the other day. Today I told two years, but anyway, three years. Uh-huh. Road to one hundred. Very dope. Road to one hundred. Right. I'm excited. Me too. Uh-huh. That's a wave. Then make sure y'all uh, 
put save save not save the date, but just save the thought for right now. Right, right. save the come, thought. Come, <laughs> come with come with dates and all that other stuff that you guys need mm-hmm. to know very 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 soon. Very soon. Um. So the next segment of every episode, if anyone has one, is typically thriving while black. I have one. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thriving while I actually have one too. Mm-hmm. Um. Thriving while black. If you don't know and you're you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um. We decided to you know take a play on the the negative connotation that is associated with driving while black um and we flipped that on his head and turned it into thriving while black where we highlight and acknowledge um you know people of color from our community not just like the the you know larger uh celebrity uh very you know like popular population so to speak but people that you know may be from the hood or maybe from where we from or where you from um people who otherwise are not getting the praise you know on on these bigger outlets you know we are deciding to use our outlet and our platform to give people their flowers while they can smell them um i'm gonna go first i have a very very quick um thriving while black and it's actually to you guys is you guys is probably favorite member of the people's podcast it's your boy your boy aj on the mic um i decided to give my thriving wild black to joe because um i am just so proud of my brother and how far no seriously yeah how far this young man has come from (laughs) the days in 2018 when we were in the beginning of this and the days in 2020 um, in the beginning mm-hmm. of him finding his voice mm-hmm. and you know I, I look at things and I look at the progression and it's so it's crazy awesome to, to see the growth it's so crazy to see the dedication he does his weekly show the kickback mm-hmm. literally every single week and he's been doing it almost a year now um I'm just happy, you know, to see people say that they're going to do things and then they actually do, do it. So I'm very inspired by you, brother. You always say that to me, but I want to tell you here on the show. Um, I'm very inspired by you. I'm very proud of you because your show is now a thing, right? Remember, right. we had these conversations like, oh, Joe, maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that or maybe you should try this. And now it's like you have a platform where people are like I'm trying to get on a damn kickback mm. shit I see all these other motherfuckers on the kickback I'm like well goddamn can I get a spot on the <laughs> so um shout out to you congratulations on your growth on your progression oh, thank um, you. you know nothing but up from here absolutely uh, thank you shit. Whoa! Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so ner- it's nerve wracking when you hear your name. I'm like, uh, did I get yeah. <laughs> what did so I, I do? Pre- I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you. You're um, I have a thriving while black as well. Um, you know, Amber shouted out um the new black owned restaurant, the Tennessee Chicken um, restaurant in highland park new jersey and uh she did say it was our frat brothers and uh i do have the pleasure to know um all of the owners Uh every single one of the owners there's one thing that when you do a thriving while black um you see um like you see it from a distance and you be like oh yeah i'm gonna go support them Mm -hmm. uh the fact that i had the pleasure to mentor these brothers and one of the the owners well two of the owners 
Well, one of the owners is my line brother. Mm-hmm. And the second one, the silent partner, is his wife. And, you know, it's so amazing to walk in because, you know, I'm not even going to hold you. Amber and I walked in. Well, I walked in. I seen that line on that first day. And I said. Are y'all skipped the line? No, no, no. (laughs) I saw some people I knew inside and I said. I will go to the people I knew. I need to go talk to my people that in there. (laughs) And I just went in. But, you know, nonetheless, you know, I want to shout y'all out. Um, Alvin, Joy, Lawrence, uh, Brianca, and Charles. I want to let y'all know how proud I am of you guys. You know, it's very crazy at the fact that I have stories for days about each and every one of these people that are now business owners. Um, And, you know, and not to negate what uh, Amber put me on the forefront and 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 said uh gave me that thriving wild black award it just right, made me feel good flowers, uh, right? she gave me the flowers but you know i'm not used to getting flowers i'm used to giving the flowers mm-hmm. and you know um well, I, I do appreciate time. that yes time. so i want to also give flowers out to the ones that deserve as well because you know um this is a big thing uh, a lot of people are out here and they are thriving and we need to understand you need to let them know that and let them be seen because out of all the things that the those people outside of our community say about us we are still thriving and we're still being successful so yo shout out to us yes thriving while black yes 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 i yes. love to see it like your peers and your friends and like just people because it shows so much growth and it shows how resilient um we are during like difficult times like this like people are still doing their things still um you know creating businesses and avenues and platforms for themselves and this is this is like one of the hardest times to do that mm-hmm. so that's awesome right that is so awesome shout out to you joe shout out to um your friend's new restaurant what yeah. the clock what the clock i saw i saw when brian had posted and i saw a chicken sandwich up there mm-hmm. then i was like well is y'all on uber eats because <laughs> yes. i'm gonna try to get up there and get me yes. one of them chicken sandwiches they look very good and juicy and i'm gonna have to on take you up there from it's because so yeah it's oh my so Delectable. Oh my so god. Good. It looked good. Mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna that was a big they piece. are what the cluck and Jay yes. um on Instagram by the way. What right. the cluck and Jay. Right. I did follow them. But yeah, I saw that big piece of chicken on that sandwich and I was like, I would just like to have a <laughs> just a Right, and that's what right. I did. <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> Listen, they I, I, I gotta I, see the video of Joe silly ass in there sweating. Right. I know his head was <laughs> no girl, this was like no other. Like mm. you would think that we poured a bottle of water over Joe's head. It was wow. the most funniest. Well, was it spicy? So we, Amber, myself, <laughs> my line brother, um, and his wife had ordered together. Yeah. So, but, so we didn't know who had what chicken sandwich. And mm-hmm. I, he had the spicy extra spicy chicken sandwich like the, mo- the second spicy right oh, okay. so i and did joe I, ordered a regular right oh. but they got them mixed up so right. and joe was eating he the ate the whole thing so joe eating it right and joe like 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> And I'm like, why is hot? Like, you got the regular sandwich. Next thing you know, I look up. Joe's sweat is dripping oh from his beard God. onto his shirt. Right. Are you serious? It was the funny. And but then my line brother's thing. like, oh, that was right. That was, that was he hot. like, oh, this ain't even that hot. It's not hot at all. I was like, yo, y'all switch sandwiches. Y'all switch sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was delicious. I had the key. The thing about it is, oh, I haven't said that in a while. The thing about it is that. Um, even though it was hot, it was good. Right. Like, yeah. So you can stop eating. Stomp. And the, the 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 chicken tenders. Oh, I can't wait. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want a piece. Mm. My mouth watering. Mm. I'm good. So what the cluck? If you're trying to sponsor the next right. episode right. of the People's Podcast or sponsor our 100th episode right that would be very nice what the clock what else would you want to do that because the right. ain't got no food Ooh. right exactly so that, okay we could talk <laughs> to the people shout out to what the clock nj <laughs> on ig and remember make sure y'all follow them at what the clock nj mm-hmm. um we gonna we need to see what's up with them chicken right. sandwiches right. Um, that was fun. That yeah, was, I didn't know we all had to drive in while black. Oh, did you? I you didn't, didn't even do yours. No, no, I actually have two, but it's gonna be very quickly. Okay. Um, <laughs> very quick. Very quick. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I got it's these whole stories. I wanted to shout out um, Meghan Markle, the Duchess oh. of Sussex. Um, she had an exclusive interview with her husband, Prince Harry, and Oprah Winfrey. Um. Which came out Sunday night, but uh, they detailed their relationship. Crazy, by the way. Yeah, you need to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's super exclusive, so it's kind of hard to find um, right it now. On it's on CBS. It's still on CBS. Because I, th- mm-hmm. I want on Super Soul. Oh, it's on CBS. Got mm-hmm. it. I thought it was Super Soul Sunday or something like that. Oh, it's, that's gonna be on um, Discovery Plus. Yes, yeah. I, and I went on Discovery Plus and I didn't see that. Yeah, well, but that, that, that this one is one a CBS. CBS. Got it. So okay. everything else is gonna be. Um. All right. So yeah, that's where y'all can find it. Y'all heard it. Um. This interview detailed their tense relationship with the British royal family and the racism that led to them breaking away. Um. So you know, Oprah held this interview with them and it kind of gave a. Uh, a chance for Megan to use her voice and just speak the truth that many black women have felt having to deal with racial microaggressions and and just basically just do it in silent with a smile. Mm-hmm. So I I when I actually read an article and you can read this article on because of them we can you know this is something that I absolutely have like in like indistinctly or I don't know how to say it but subconsciously was already thinking during the interview like dad like she had to sit up there and just fake that shit because that's something that black women do all the time is just act like you didn't say what you just said to me because i'm in this like i i hold this position at my job or you know i'm in this room full of people mm-hmm. and you know even just being there like she's in the public eye as the duchess of sussex in britain and like everybody's looking at her so she can't even react and during uh, this uh interview she spoke on the impact of being unprotected the most unprotected member of the royal family and it gave her right now yeah um 
it made her have this like mental health crisis where she even contemplated suicide mm -hmm. as a means to just get out of it she says um and i quote i don't want to be alive anymore and that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought and i remember i remember how he just cradled me talking about her husband and her husband also said like there was points in the interview where he said you know i felt like i couldn't say this or i couldn't do anything about that about these conversations right, being had like, what the fuck are you Right, about. Yeah, it was so great. Like it was so, it was so wild to see him say that. Mm -hmm. um, because the bewilderment that Oprah expressed was the same that I had. I'm like, what mm -hmm. the fuck you talking about? You couldn't tell them that, right? Like, I I've never been into the royal family. How a lot of people are, and, yeah, like, obsessed with them. Um, because like you know who fucking cares? But I I didn't really understand until watching the interview how influential they are with the pat with the paparazzi and with the um the tabloids and stuff uh -huh. so like that's why uh piers morgan or uh you know the um uk mail i think that's the name of the newspaper yeah um you know that's why they are the way they are because like i believe they're on payroll from the they call it the institution and the firm and it's like so crazy to see those like the royal family being mm -hmm. called like I, again i'm not into that shit i'm i don't care i watched the wedding or whatever it's cool that you know they be having these babies and shit but i'm I, <laughs> I was never really into it but and i also never knew how what's the word um controversial uh princess dies death was in that that show the crown on netflix yeah um I, I, I still haven't watched it but being able to put mm -hmm. you know two and two together i'm there like you know he mentioned something and said like they're seeing their meaning the institution and meaning the royal family they're seeing similarities right mm -hmm. in marco and how popular she had become and basically they didn't want her just like they didn't want princess diana to overshadow the queen yeah mm -hmm. and like the queen is the most obviously revered person there right mm -hmm. so it's like you don't do that you don't come in and be more popular more beautiful more loved right, right. more revered than the queen so there's a whole like conspiracy about how you know they had princess that again i don't this all like mm -hmm. i don't you know but you know how that was somehow yeah. they had they hand that i'm like yo i did not know this shit it's this a big. lot yeah with that family it is so it is a lot and i did i've been meaning to watch the crown me too um, i'm watching yeah i watched some that, of it yeah I'm I'm gonna watch it, but it's just so deep the drama and exactly like everything that goes on in that family and how influential they are to where they like however whatever drama they got going on they can force that opinion and thought on everybody else because everybody else just thinks that they do shit you know it's crazy because um, <laughs> Oprah said she was just like were you silent. Mm or silence right. <laughs> and it was just like i'm looking at like what her response will be mm -hmm. what was going to be and she was like i was silenced oh yeah, oh, she, yeah. she's very like that i also wanted to make a point to say like you know that in interview was obviously like i think two years in the making mm -hmm. so like you know this is before a lot of things mm -hmm. happened mm -hmm. um and obviously very intentional right like megan has gives no fucks obviously and right. she has every intention to tell every truth and Harry does not give no fucks right. but you know um, I saw today that uh, William was on a tour of a museum and you know we talk about strategic placement 
ironically there was a black woman that was giving them the tour paparazzi asked about how do you feel do you feel like the royal family is a racist and he like he, he said oh we're not racist but the queen said we gonna handle this in-house everybody need to shut their mouth and you want to open up your mouth and say so so looking back at the placement of how the tour the the, the guide was black like yeah he's do, been do, he's been photo with like a lot of black people now so like weird. that's so it's just really crazy and like again it's not surprising right we're not surprised that like this is literally the country like we speak english right right mm-hmm. so clearly we like it's not that we're surprised right mm-hmm. it's the surprising fact that like they ain't protect that girl mm-hmm. like it was so blatant right like, they literally like archie has no title no title right. I, archie is the son of a prince mm-hmm. right. and he don't got no, no title, title right because he's black like that's crazy right 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 you know like it, 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 and i mean that's just one peel of the onion right like how they had to stay in tyler perry's home because now everyone right knows where the that fuck was they my did. next like thing. they took mm-hmm. away the damn security detail oh, okay. how can you take away the prince's detail like He's right. a prince. He's he's, a, a he's prince. still a prince, right. regardless, right? And that's a, it's so crazy to hear Megan say that when she has she said I wrote letters. She's like fuck me and Archie. Well, she's like protect my husband, right? You know what I'm saying? Like protect him. We we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But then the U the the the, the UK people their that tab their tablets first of all are like mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the blatant racism and like. That I don't know if you're gonna hit on Pierce, but like that motherfucker, he just make you want to wring his goddamn neck. He's terrible. Oh my god, he make you just want to choke him. Right, He's terrible. And, and you know it's so crazy at the fact that uh, he he's it's not crazy, but I'm happy that he did it because it would have been a flashback mm-hmm. because they like we talk about uh, Pr- Princess Diana. Girl. He saw the same like. He saw the same thing happening for for his his wife, mm-hmm. and he's I in the interview they were saying after he had told her after she had told him like this this is how I feel like I need you to hold me they had to go to an event showing right there mm-hmm. and in the event she has she has to hold a. They, they're holding their hand they're holding each other's hands so tight but they're like okay this is what just happened but we have to save face mm-hmm. so yeah, we gotta smile like, as nothing's going on smiling but i remember in that moment where it was just like i literally just told this man that i don't want to live like that's, that's right right i will right. say um i'm gonna just give my critiques on oprah because oprah we ain't really you know you ain't too too we ain't really too off your ass right but, uh-huh. um, we but we on that ass. Right. <laughs> we on that ass, girl. Um, I Oprah's a fucking amazing journalist. We already know this. Like she's the journalist, right? Um, her, you know, interview style is top notch. Um, but it's just like I don't know if it was just her Oprah's in, influence or Oprah's, oh, you know, or that they had this conversation already beforehand. But it was certain instances where I thought she was just a tad insensitive. Uh-huh. Um, because, okay, so Megan says the, she she says the whole, that quote that you found, that this, it said that she said that she doesn't want to live anymore. Yeah. 
That quote, and I was watching this live. Yeah. That quote was said by Megan one time. Mm. One time that came out her mouth. I promise you, it came out of Oprah's mouth 20 times. 20, oh, yeah, she and just it was kept like, on. She was like, okay, so you don't want to live anymore, you know? And she's like, so at what point did you realize you don't want to live anymore? I'm like, come on. So like, now she turned into a therapist. Turn, fuck that. Fuck oh, therapy. Yeah. It's like, can we be sensitive to people's fucking mental health? Like, right. listen at what this lady is. Right. Actually, the quite opposite of a therapist. Instead of driving that shit home with yeah. her as she's admitting and being right. very vulnerable to you. And again, they could have had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. They could have they could have said, let's talk about it. But what I'm saying is, in that moment, even being that would cognizant, be a trigger. Like, even being cognizant of the people watching mm-hmm. who have had suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. or who are going through something mm-hmm. like that. Like, damn, Oprah, you are saying this shit like 50 fucking yeah. times. And it's just so ins- I'm like, Ugh. it was just so cringy. I'm like, yeah. all right, Oprah, now you fucking pressing it. Yeah. So, and I knew that was going to be the quote. That you 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 would think that Megan was saying it so dramatically, like, and I just didn't want to mm-hmm. live anymore. And she's literally just telling her truth, like, you know, I and and Oprah drug it out of her. Yeah. Oh wow. Oprah, she 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 pulled it out of her. Mm-hmm. She's like, so what were these thoughts? Like, how were you feeling? Like, like right. what? She was insinuating it, but Oprah was like, no, I want to know. I what want you like, to Oprah knew say. what she was insinuating, mm-hmm. and she made her say, you but, know, I d- I didn't want to live anymore. All in all, she's pregnant. That's terrible. Like She's what? pregnant. Like what? So That's terrible. I saw um, an interview today. Not even an interview. So uh, Tiffany Haddish was coming out of a bar club somewhere. But she was like highly inebriated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's at the, the paparazzi is asking her certain questions. And the people, whoever was with her was like, come on, girl. We got to go. We got to go. Long story short, they asked, like, how do you feel about like the the royal situation that's going on and she was just like i believe her believe her i believe her because she's a black woman and we are under let me tell you something she was serious wow but she was the funny thing about it is when it was a tesla that it was a royal blue tesla that she got in and the person on the driver's side was trying to roll up the window rolling it down just trying to talk why she believed the royal but what Megan said was no I'm not she said she said what no I believe that that just to put some humor in it because it's just like you know thank you Tiffany for bringing like humor into it because it's just like when people when people like you would think that they would be sensitive to a subject like that mm-hmm. during yeah. a time like COVID. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you know, it's just to bring some humor to it. Time for people suffering from mental health. Mm-hmm. Period. Absolutely. And like, like Oprah. That's not even just. It, it is absolutely insensitive to um, to Megan, but it's also insensitive to the viewers. You don't know what people at home are going through and here and that have had those thoughts as well. Like, like I just said, that would be a trigger. Like. Mm-hmm. The hell you keep saying that right. now? I'm going back and I'm thinking like, well, damn, like you know what? I, you know. But anyway, I wanted to definitely give Megan a shout out for thriving while black and just actually just being a voice um, for so many um, black women who have experienced things and have experienced mental health, uh, you know, problems just because of feeling trapped in a situation that they can't really, you know, use their voice or really can't 
to say what's going on with them because they are um, trying not to be the problem. Um, so I wanted to shout out to Megan. I also want to shout out um, my uh, first lady, Michelle Obama, as she will be getting an, uh, inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame. Um, when our forever first lady said, when they go low, we go high, she truly meant that. And she continues to keep elevating. Um, according to CBS News, the official induction ceremony will take place in October, and she will be inducted alongside several other inductees that include Octavia Butler. Really? Yep. Nice. Judy Chicago, Katherine Johnson, Joy Harjo, Rebecca, mm -hmm, Rebecca Halstead, Emily Howland, Indra Nui, and Mia Hamm. Um, the National Women's Hall of Fame said in a press release, um, and I quote, during her eight years as First Lady Michelle Obama, she helped create the most welcoming and inclusive White House in history, mm. transforming the White House into the people's house. Mm. Since leaving the White House, she has continued to be a profound impact. And I could not do anything else but agree with that. Um, so shout out to Michelle Obama um, just for this. I can't even call it an achievement or an accomplishment or anything like that mm -hmm. because I would expect absolutely Michelle Obama to be in the National Women's Hall of Fame. So mm -hmm. shout out to Meghan Markle and shout out to Michelle Obama. Yes, black women on this Women's History Month. Yeah, shout out to yes. the women. International Women's Day. So shout out to black women just because, honey. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. moving right along. Um, we. Are we going into the socials? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, if you're, how we say it, if you are new to this but not true to this, mm -hmm. <laughs> the next um, segment of the episode is called The Socials. And the way that we do it here at the People's Podcast is we break it down into three different segments. So, each of us is going to give you something new and fresh that you definitely need to hear. Hopefully you get some laughs out of it. Hopefully you get some new information that you needed to know. Um, Asia, you got us? Yeah, um, I'm going to give you the trash-ass portion of the socials. Mm. It's a celebrity <laughs> news portion of the socials. So, um, all right, so I'm going to give you two stories, guys. Because like, celebrity news nowadays has been absolutely garbage. I mean, it always is garbage for the most part. <laughs> but, like, it's starting to get to a point where I don't really know the people they're talking about. Like, I don't <laughs> be knowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like, I, I don't be knowing the people they talking about. Like, I don't know these little rapper, little somebody, right. rapper, this mm. one. You know, I don't know. And then, like, you know, these other ones, Saweetie. I know Saweetie, but Saweetie. <laughs> Saweetie. <laughs> Would you hear me, huh? <laughs> Which is. <laughs> That's her name, Saweetie. Saweetie, so right? Oh. I know her, but like, you know, and, and these other she ones. she a rapper? She a rapper, but it was this other one that came up in the news. She had um, oh. Kofi Saribe in her video, but I'm like, I don't know oh, her. Um doja cat, doja cat. Like, yes. i don't know i don't be knowing these people so i don't i don't feel the need to talk about them now i'm dating myself yeah, yeah. but anyway so I'm, <laughs> i don't be knowing i'm gonna give y'all two stories um listen uh we touched on a bit earlier um talking about megan markle pierce morgan is leaving good morning britain after backlash for megan markle comments mm -hmm. um 
and so what fuck you i don't care like go like just go when i saw him woke up the set i was just like uh, never come back like nobody cares yeah like nobody cares if you leave sir like and by the way he left when he was getting red for filth like mm-hmm. you didn't even like allow that man, man to, finish. to finish his thought right mm-hmm. like that was very much real housewives mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. motherfucking great britain right you sitting across the table and somebody is reading your ass and you like you know what I'm they have a point huh. i gotta get the fuck about it <laughs> right <laughs> and that's exactly what he did that's just so uncool and so like unprofessional i'm just very glad that he is yeah i didn't care for that i thought and i don't like that either because it's like take that shit like right. you didn't take it right. and if you could say all this stuff about her then somebody could say something about you yeah just period like put that tweet out making it seem like oh he's like oh i had some time to think and i still think the same way but meanwhile you really mad because she dubbed your ass mm-hmm. for a print. Right. Like, that's crazy. Mm. Anyway. Let Ooh. me tell you. So, anyway, so I put, I'm just saying that to say I really don't really care about him. Um, <laughs> but it did happen. And I'm glad that you leave, you left and you right. gone because you're an Goodbye. idiot. Good riddance. I ain't even reading that story. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> in other news, Kim and Kanye oh, yeah. are no longer speaking after Kim filed for divorce. Um, however, they are co-parenting. Kim is keeping the house um, and the kids. And the dog. Right. And Kanye is in Wyoming. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are not talking following their divorce after the rapper changed all his phone numbers and told her she could only contact him through his security. Whoa. A source Whoa. told page six, um, and that is where I'm getting this tea. Um, a source told page six that Kanye cut himself off from Kim even before they filed for divorce. Um, and Despite the animosity, this, the source also told them that the pair are continuing to co-parent their children. And Kanye regularly visits them at home, but while Kim is not there. I am very concerned about Kanye being with those children alone. Now I don't mm-hmm. think that he's like t- all the way alone. I'm sure security is there, and you know they got staff and things like that. But um, and I understand why Kim doesn't want to be around. But auntie need to be around. Uncle need to be around. Grandma need to be around mm. because I don't. I just feel like, and this is just me like gossiping and giving my opinion, but I feel like Kanye is probably very manipulative to those children, and they that's their dad, so they're going to believe everything he says, and he's probably talking shit. Mm. Not just about their mom, but just like being manipulative and creepy. I don't trust Kanye around those children alone, by themselves. Did you hear about how that uh, the bodyguard Oh, he about to have a documentary. He about to have and a documentary. About, oh, yes. mm-hmm. And he only was security for them for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. 
no, no, no. Thirteen days. Fifteen days. Fifteen days. Fifteen days. One of really? those things. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I have a tell-all. But, but no, no, no. He got one. He got one, and he, he got and they one. was like, oh, they wasn't worried about because he's like, didn't he sign that NDA? And he was like, I didn't sign shit. I it slipped through the cracks. Mm-hmm. So he about to tell all the business, mm-hmm. and he mad. He he mad. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't really ready, ready. Mm-hmm. And also, um, just speaking of the Kardashians, and this is just a bit of tea that I found. Um, there was a, I want to say an ex-staff member or somebody who was involved with their father that was mm. going and... and um, Bruce? Yeah. No, no, no. The, the dad that died, Rob. Is oh. that, was that his name? I don't know. The dad, know. their father that passed away. Um, it was either somebody yeah, related Rob to Kardashian. him. Yeah, right? Rob Kardashian. The, um, when he passed away, there was a staff member or somebody close to them um, that was leaking like a story about him, um, infidelities, mm. business dealings that were not good, and just telling like the inner stories about the Kardashian family that we're not supposed to know. Apparently, Kris Jenner was an abusive mother. Um, he's telling that story um, and mm. that the kids were uh, beat a lot when they were young. Mm. All these things. So, I know like the people is coming out and telling the tea. I... This shit is just, the world is just crazy. Like. It's cold. Listen, let's look at when it's coming out. I'm right. telling you, your homegirl mm. is here for the tea. <laughs> Please just tell me the date that right. is going to air. I'm concerned about this Kanye West security guard. Like, where exactly your shit going to air at? I feel like it's going to be online or something right. on YouTube. Like, I, I don't know who really going to pick this story up. Because what you really got to say about 15 days. Right. Like, there was It got to be good. It got to be good. The only story I heard it came out was be. that he got fired because Kanye caught him speaking to Kim. Right. Mm-hmm. But he, he wasn't really doing it. He like wasn't that. really doing that. He was just asking her a question or whatever, you know, about being whatever. Being a bodyguard. Being a bodyguard. And he fired that man because he was speaking to Kim. Like, right. it's kind of... <sighs> Damn it. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want that. I don't Mm-mm. want the fame. I don't Mm-mm. want none of that. Like, nope. just pay off my loan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not just pay off my loan. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. All right, yeah, that's all I got for um, the uh, trash ass portion of the socials. Um, tune in next week. Maybe I'll have something better for you or mm. not. <laughs> Joe, what you got for us? So, you know, next segment is, next session is, um, your boy, What's on the Tube. Mm-hmm. So, I bring you What's on the Tube. I bring, I bring you what's to come, what's present, and maybe a little bit of something that we should have double back on. We should double back on. So, first on the docket, uh, those of you, you know that... Um, She's your queen. Coming to America, the sequel made its a premiere. Premiere. Oh, premiere. I thought you were saying pyramid. I'm like premiere on on uh, Amazon Prime last weekend, and I was here for it. You know, in the beginning, I was just like, "What the heck is going on between the sheets in Ghana, (laughs) Liberia, or Nigeria?" 
I don't know what's going on, on over there. Over there. Oh my God. He said all sorts of places. Right. <laughs> so in between the far. But you know, it was really, really good. You know, as I continued to watch, it was a very good um, sequel. Uh, they did what they needed to do for those of you that may have not watched it just yet mm-hmm. i say uh watch it it's something to um look forward to uh it's just like it brings back some moments of the past so i say watch that i'm not gonna give you too much because i'm sweating i'm not gonna give you too much um details on what happened but you know regardless uh it's a very good sequel next up on the docket um, we have the notorious B.I.G. documentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, was that was good. It was very, it was very, very good. good. You know, it, it, it documented a lot of um, never before seen uh, uh, interviews between his mother, B.I.G., different people within the hood, um, Puffy. Like, it was really good because, you know, uh, you see that his mother worked very hard to make um, ends meet for uh, Biggie. And it was like, yo, he was trying his best to do the same for his mother. Yeah. And, you know, when you see your mother working hard, you really don't want her to struggle too much because, like, you know, you got this. So, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed the docu- documentary. Uh, it really made me feel good that, you know his mother can at least say oh even though my son is no longer with me i do have his friends to sit down with to remember his memory so it was it was very very good um next up i do have uh your honor i mean you know the last time we 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 saw each other or we met or we spoke what was it? The last we time met. you heard from us. Yeah, you heard, we spoke, you <laughs> right. seen me. We did certain things. Yeah. The last time you heard from us, uh, I was we were waiting for the season finale of Your Honor to happen. And you know, it had it happened. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It had happened. It happened. And you should see why, why it happened. You should see what happened. And what happened. You know, I was sitting there like oh. That's what you get. I was like, ooh. Everything was just slowly, slowly crumbling down. Crumbling I, was, I was like, down. I'm going to tell my mama. Crumbling down. I'm going to tell. Mm-hmm. I'm telling. Go tell. Not on the mountain. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It was a lot. Next up, um, United States versus Billie Holiday. That was a very good um, movie to watch, and it was like very, very informative. You know, you know what I will say mm-hmm. about that movie. Mm-hmm. After watching it one time, you will go back and watch it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person that I don't like to watch movies over and over, but I will go back and watch it again because there's things and there's things that you learn about her. Mm-hmm. That will then you go back and watch it again. There's something you missed mm-hmm. um, that you will learn about her and the people around her and their influence on her. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would like the I watched it three times just so far, Ooh. but I went back to watch it because I saw what I saw about Billy. I saw you know I went back and ca- caught things that I didn't really catch the first time, mm-hmm. and then I um it, I wanted to study the people around her. Mm. And uh, I, you know, y'all should watch it. 
Yeah, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's very interesting because you know uh, that just makes me. Even though I did see this, I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't know that there were other movies that was created mm-hmm. um, in her honor. I her. That's and, and, and also watch those because you'll see how uh, there's a difference mm-hmm, in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I you know the I'm, story ain't never told the same. Right. Even with this Biggie doc, like we got gems and things about in this Biggie doc that we never got in any Biggie documentary or movie about Biggie's life. And, you know, uh, one thing I can say is I I'm learning from the Wendy Wendy movie that I would rather me tell my story, write it record it whatever you want and then put it out mm-hmm. because there's no other person that can tell my story better than me mm-hmm. and it, Keep it up to them right, <laughs> right right they're gonna give you the perspective of them like yeah, yeah we was best friends and they gave me the no. like, like, i didn't even know you right. like i gave you a bag of chips when i was walking home from the store uh, not i don't even know what you're talking about um Next, you know, uh, there was something that I watched a couple weeks ago. You know, I was telling you guys that Megan Good was coming out with a movie on Lifetime. And it was called Death's, Death Saved My Death Life. Death Saved My Life. It's really, it's a really good set. It's a really good movie. Uh, it's very interesting. Something that I really didn't expect from Lifetime. But, you know, it's a good watch. Another one that I that I found interesting is Girl in the Basement. Girl in the Basement. Girl. That was terrible. I mean, it's a good movie. It's but real. It's a. It's a real. It's a true story. True story. Yeah. True story. Mm-hmm. And you could just know what it's about by the title. So I have two more. Um, second to last, I do have Canine Intervention. Um, Canine Intervention. I started it. For for I those that may like um, dogs, they they uh, it takes. So place, you just be watching this stuff. It t- <laughs> it takes place in um, California, mm-hmm. San Francisco to be exact. San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco, but he um, travels throughout the the Bay Area, and it, he trains. He works with the dogs and the trainers mm-hmm. of the the train. The train. He works with. Damn it! Why can't the I dogs, talk today? The he walks with the right, dogs. Uh-huh. Right, take, take a. a here we go. Here he walk. He works with the um, the dogs and the owners. Mm-hmm. Um, the dogs. They they may be going through different psychological issues or they may be very um untamable but he works with them because he allows the owners to know that dogs are really i think he called them pack animals out he 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 puts a word out there that they they work together as Huh? Like they need other dogs. They need they they, they, other, they other like dogs. yeah they like yeah. so there there's a leader, and the leader is now comes in the form of an owner. Mm. So the owner is like you have to treat them as such. They're pack animals, so you have to say I'm the leader, and there's nothing else is gonna fly by. Mm-hmm. For example, there was a a, a dog. Uh, a puppy that was taken from his um, owner, his mother, at like six weeks. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he was like so afraid of different things was because his mother was supposed to teach him mm. these, like how not to be afraid. Like you can walk at certain paces, you should do certain things. But he wasn't allowed like the that privilege. Things yes. he should know as a dog. His right. mom was supposed to teach him because six mm-hmm. weeks is the time where they usually get sold. Right. But she didn't give him. Twelve later is mm-hmm. twelve. Sometimes twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. But you know, 
nonetheless, it's a very good um, watch. You know, the reason why I watch because my boo want to get a dog, and I'm just like, well, I need to see what I'm um, getting, getting into <laughs> because they they do say that you should get a dog that. Um, matches your personality so uh-huh. if you have a hyper personality that's the type of dog you should get but uh-huh. if you have like a calm personality you shouldn't get such a small dog because they do have a they do have the um, tendency to be so ha- to, to be so energetic uh-huh. so you want to get like a dog that matches uh, matches your personality small dogs are very cute but they yeah you may not they have the patient yeah. And they may not have the patience to um, train them. Last up, Janet Jackson is coming up with a, um, coming out with a, a series, docu series, yeah. And I don't know how I feel that it's going to be on A and E and Lifetime because it's two different platforms. That like A and E, I watch my first forty eight and my homicide <laughs> and all different types of movies. Like like the feel you get from right. That. And then I'm watching Lifetime, like, true story. I would rather it being aired on Lifetime because I'll be able to know, like, okay, this is real life. Mm-hmm. Now, are you going to say you could... She getting that bag. Bag. Right. Bag. She already getting that bag because after however many years she was with by somebody, <laughs> he, she said, Mm-mm. enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And you going to give me this? Right. <laughs> and my son is still a prince. Right. So, yo, I uh, just say stay tuned. Oh, yeah. So, the, this docuseries is coming out in 2022. So, you know, stay tuned. I can't cool. wait. That Thank you, guys. Um, You're welcome. You guys did great. And um, I'm going to give you my segment now. It's called In Other News. And I have a few stories to hit on today. Um, some stuff I wanted to talk about um, last week. Cool. But um kinda like the up I guess the updated um version, version of those stories. Um I hope y'all got your pens and papers because this oh. is the news you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> um so first of all, I guess probably what's at the front of everyone's mind. I'll start with though well, who knows what's at the front of everyone's mind these days. But mm. um, <laughs> um as you may or you should know, um, President Joe Biden has signed the sweeping $1.9 trillion COVID relief package into law. Um, this is his first and most pressing legislative priority since taking office in January. Um, Biden said, quote, this historic le- legislation is about rebuilding the backbone of the country and giving people in the nation, working people, the middle class folks, people who built the country, a fighting chance. Gee, thanks. 1400 whole dollars as a fighting chance but in addition to stimulus checks the COVID relief bill offers parents a guaranteed stream of income and gives childless workers a bigger tax break it also extends enhanced food stamp benefits and federal help for the unemployed mm-hmm. along with providing housing assistance and more generous health insurance subsidies so y'all the stimmies are coming um a little further on that white house um press secretary i don't know how to say her last name i'm just gonna say pasaki um she says that americans can expect direct deposits from the COVID bill to begin hitting their accounts as early as drum roll please oh. this weekend really? <laughs> yeah i'm checking my so account tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, some people will um, be receiving their stimmies as soon as this weekend. Um, 
one quick story. I saw this um, on CNN. I just thought this was very crazy. So while Trump was president, um, I'm sorry, that's not the story, but I'll, I'll say this one too. But while Trump was president, every Democrat voted for the $2 trillion CARES Act, mm-hmm. even though doing so helped Trump, right? Mm-hmm. But while Biden is now president, I just want y'all to put something into perspective here. Um, zero Republicans voted for the $1.9 trillion American relief plan wow. because hurting Biden is more important than mm-hmm. helping Americans. America. Just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. This country is fucked. Um, wow. Congrats to Marsha Fudge. She is confirmed as the um, HUD secretary. She's the first black woman to lead the agency in more than 40 years. Um, and I think she was confirmed yesterday. Um... This one was just a crazy, just a crazy. So the White House has returned paintings of Bill Clinton and George W. Bush to their prominent locations in the Grand Foyer after Donald Trump hid them in a room that was used for storage. (laughs) Wow. They are back on display in the Grand Foyer of the Executive Mansion. The portraits were removed last July and were replaced by two portraits of Republican presidents who served more than get a load of this Mm. a century ago wow white house tradition calls for portraits of the most recent american presidents to be given the most prominent placement in the entrance of the executive mansion Uh visible to guests during official events however the trump white house removed the clinton and bush portraits into the old family dining room a small Uh. rarely used room that is not seen by most visitors Uh. um that placed the the paintings were placed well outside of trump's vantage point uh in the White House. However, now they are back in their previous location. The pictures will most likely be seen by President Joe Biden as he descends the staircase from the third floor private residence. The official portrait of former President Barack Obama has not yet been unveiled and it is unclear when it will be completed or when it will wow. be completed. That's just so crazy. Like, isn't is that annoying. such a crazy little story? <laughs> yeah. Like, to see how insane that motherfucker was. Like, what? Crazy. And that's why we gonna be on his ass like it's just so crazy um more important news judge a judge has reinstated a third degree murder charge against the ex-cop in the george floyd uh death Mm -hmm. former minneapolis police officer Derek chauvin now faces an additional murder charge in the death of george floyd after a hennepin county judge reinstated the charge of third degree third degree murder on third on today um, Chauvin or Chauvin already faced charges of second degree unintentional murder and second degree manslaughter. He has pleaded not guilty, as we all know. Um, that case obviously is ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of positive news: Golden, Goldman Sachs is investing billions to support Black women. Um, black women in America hold more than ninety percent less wealth uh-huh. than white men. Can, let me say that again. Black women in America hold more than ninety percent less wealth. Less than white men goldman sachs revealed Mm. in a new report on this past tuesday in response goldman Mm. uh, announced that it will invest 10 billion dollars into areas Mm. that will impact the lives of 1 million black women by 2030 closing Mm. the 90 percent wealth gap wealth gap would benefit everyone the study said improving the economic condition of black women and men could add up to 1.7 million jobs and gdp growth of 2.1 percent that's fucking crazy like i hate this fucking country Mm -hmm. Um, but we just now getting the second stimulus check just <laughs> um, on to more local news. 
Uh, New Jersey is loosening its regulations around the limits for businesses and gatherings starting next week. Oh, 50%. Right? Um, yeah, we are going uh. from 35% to 50% on March 19th oh, for on. restaurants, bars, casinos, gyms, personal care services, and amusement venues. Um, mm. And New Jersey has eased the limit on gatherings. So now indoor gatherings as of March 19th can go from 10 to 25 people and outdoor <sighs> gatherings can go from 25 to 50. I just like to say, I don't recall... And I've been in plenty of restaurants lately. Don't recall any any regulating uh-uh. of the numbers. Of right. The I just want uh-uh. to throw that out. Right. For indoor or outdoor. We saw somebody walk in today with... No w- mask. No mask. <laughs> um, and then um, lastly, just to give you guys some uh, updates. This is as of three days ago. Um, COVID in New Jersey. So this is as of March 8th at 1.12 p.m. There are 2,201 new positive tests. There are 1,786 patients in New Jersey hospitals, 393 patients in critical care, 179 live patients um, have been discharged, 20 confirmed COVID deaths, and 2.5 million total vaccinations. So um, all this information is thanks to NJ.com on Instagram. COVID is still real, y'all. Oh, yeah, it's very real. My uncle just got diagnosed yesterday. And they he wasn't hospitalized. Like they gave him medicine to send mm-hmm. him home, but like it's still a thing. And you know, my aunt she's annoyed about it because she's a nurse in the hospital and now she can't go mm-hmm. to work. But it's just like it is still a thing, and you know, so you still need to take proper precautions. Absolutely, yeah. Wear your mask, double mask if you can. Um, get your hand sandy and all that good stuff. I like that mm-hmm. hand sandy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's another news with. Um, again, if you are new to this but not true to this, we also have another set of segments for you guys. Um, this episode was a little wonky because it's like our first day back in like two weeks or so. Three. So, three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things are a little bit all over the place, but I think we pulled it together <laughs> for y'all today. Right. So, we, we, we have not gotten to like every segment that we do, um, but... We're going to give y'all what we're going to give y'all. So, typically, um, we have, like, a second half of the show where we each have our own personalized segments. And we give you the goods um, like we do. Joe has a wonderful segment called Word on the Street. Word on the Street. And you want to tell the people a little bit about Word on the Street. Word on the Street is um, I take a word at the web, uh, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary and I apply it to life and how it's going to take you far. And Asia gives us. I give you a segment about nothing, which is a mental health segment. And then I give you a segment that I like to call Amber's Little Gems, um, where it it varies from business advice to life advice to relationship advice, whatever it may be. Um, it changes every week. And today I have a little bit of a gem, and it's kind of like piggybacking off of my last Instagram post for International Women's Day. Um, I just wanted to shout out women, right? I just wanted to take take a moment. Um, it would be very remiss of me to not acknowledge the fact that it is um, Women's History Month and the fact that we just came off of International Women's Day. Right. Um, and you know, I just want I just wanted to to take a you know a couple seconds to really like acknowledge um, all of the inspirational women, especially the inspirational Black women. Um, that I have in my circle and in my tribe and around me, um, the people who always cheer me on and you know always let me know that um, 
I'm inspiring them. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing to hear that you inspire somebody. Um, to the people who inspire me, and I may not necessarily let you know it, um, I thank y'all. Again, I will always say shout out to um, Black women, just because and I know that this is in- I know that this it was International Women's Day, but I'll be honest that when I was writing my caption for Monday, I felt a little conflicted because I'm like, damn, I don't want to come off that I'm not, you know, acknowledging just all women, right, of every background. But God damn it, Black I'm women. me. Right, mm-hmm. and I am who I am, and I am a part of the gang that I am a part of, and I am gang, very gang, proud gang. to be a part of this gang. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers that want to be a part of this gang, but they don't want to admit it. So, <laughs> again, I will always advocate, defend, protect, respect, listen to, appreciate, admire, support, and be in awe of the woman, especially black women. Hey, so, hey. if if you are a black woman listening to my voice right now, I say I applaud you. I thank you. Um, God bless you. Because, look, we know that the most ignored, disrespected, mm-hmm. forgotten, hated, right, person is us. Mm-hmm. And we are the most resilient. Most resilient. The most resilient population of this human race. Ouch here. Right. So, shout out to us. Just because. Yes. So, um, my word on the street is kind of similar. Call uh, the word I chose today is root. Mm. Um, the part of a plant which attaches it to the ground or to support, typically underground, covering water and nourishment to the rest of the plant. Mm. Um, root, you know, um, we wouldn't be here without the root. And, you know, I want to give, like, again, like, you know, a shout out to black women, like Amber said, mm-hmm. because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them, for, for black women, period. Uh, I wouldn't be be able to stand 10 toes down if it wasn't for a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, us black men need to be more mindful. And, and we've had... Um, <laughs> many conversations about <laughs> this topic but you know um there's nothing like you know how we always say you got to remember where you came from you got to remember the root right. of where you have been grown from mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for a black woman sacrificing her life because they do that you know <laughs> It is very, very scary to give birth. It's a miracle. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle. Um, the fact that they, they, they do that and they, they, they can feel and they can experience that in their, their womb. It's just like we got to shout out to them because, you know, if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here myself. So, you know, um, we got to remember the root, the, the, the root that of which we we were born from um so thank you thank you for being you yes y'all got me on a wave now um got my mind to thinking um and just 
in the realm of talking about the black women experience um, and to give you guys a segment about nothing about mental health. As I'm here, you guys speak. I was before trying to find like my content from last week um, to, to, to talk about this week. But something came to me um, just as you guys were speaking. And I, it's about self-care and intention for, for black women. And I think that... Black women, just like earlier we were talking about, like, Meghan Markle's experience and how sometimes we hold our tongue in situations because we we don't want to be the problem or we don't want to be, you know, because we're in these certain environments, we can't say what we want to say. We can't stick up for ourselves. And so a lot of the times I think we neglect our mental health and our self-care because we have to be this strong woman or be um you know always resilient um so i think that it's important for black women's mental health to remember that you can always like advocate for yourself um and don't forget to advocate for yourself because that's very important um in self-care self-care is just not going to get your nails done going out and having a good time with your homegirls or or taking a break from the kids this weekend um remember to uh speak up for yourself and it doesn't it doesn't have to be um like negative or hostile or whatever it could be actually it could be that if that's what you want to say like but you just have to remember to advocate for yourself there's a lot of times where we forget to um tend to our own feelings our own mental health what we're experiencing what we're feeling and it, it just becomes about everybody else. Um, one way that I think that I've acknowledged to um, kind of like advocate for myself because as I got, as I was younger, I didn't really speak up for myself. I kind of like just whatever. You, if I felt some type of way, I'm just like, I right, leave it by the wayside. And I think sometimes um, as black women, we do do that. But there, um, are uh, some keys that my therapist um, gave me to take authority when speaking and it's to start sentences with I want I expect I need I require and it's okay to say those things without feeling bad about saying about it you know because a lot of the times it's like you're the last person who's once who's supposed to want something supposed to need something to expect something because for so long black women have been um just kind of overlooked and kind of expected to deal you know um but haven't been um acknowledged or nobody asked her how you feeling what do you need what can i do for you right Mm. exactly um so yeah self-care and intention um remember to advocate for yourself and that's a segment about nothing um we haven't done that in a long time right um that felt good to get Mm -hmm. that out that's really the part about pardon that i love is Mm -hmm. being able to um 
you know, speak to people who don't. And I'm not just talking about black women because we mm-hmm. talk about all sorts of things on the right. show. But, you know, being able to be that voice for people. It's nothing like listening to a song or listening to a podcast or whatever. And it's like, this is my jam. You know, right. it's like <laughs> when I say that. But mm-hmm. it's like whether it's somebody talking or somebody singing or rapping. It's like, damn, this person or you in church. It's like this person is speaking directly to me. This person is speaking my language. And I really love that. And, and that's that's the part about potting that I love is that we're able to reach our listeners and our viewers, right? Like on that level. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you were seen or you feel like we, we touched on something that, you know, you felt like a lot of people weren't necessarily talking about, or you couldn't bring yourself to talk about, or maybe you were enlightened tonight. Maybe you were enlightened about something yeah. that you didn't necessarily think about before, but now you may do a little bit of research on it. So, um, shout out to the listeners. Of course, we love y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we got 15 minutes. Do y'all want to do a letter? Uh, I, I Is mean, it a long letter? It was long. I mean, but we could just go ahead and read it and talk about it. Uh, sure, let's, let's make it quick. I'll make it quick. Listen, all right. So what had happened was I'm, I had. Oh no, here we go. Um. All right. So I'm gonna give y'all three choices. The title of this letter are "Odds of Us Getting Back Together." Number one. Why is it taking so long to move on? Number two. Or how long will he need? Mm, I want how long will he need? Okay. How <laughs> does it feel? Here we go. Um, dear people's podcast. Hey. I'm an avid listener of your show um, And I look forward to it every week I uh, got you uh, Okay what's this say? Uh, I'm not going to say your name girl um, He left his wife and oh, his shit. unhappy marriage And he started dating me a couple months later We fell head over heels in love with each other We lived together for a year And enjoyed a wonderful happy drama free relationship I've supported him non-stop through his divorce process. We reached the final hurdle of the divorce becoming final. The sudden transition and financial and emotional burden, well, due to his due to not seeing his kids as often, selling the house, drama and hatred from the ex, etc. Mm. It took a huge toll on his mental health. He left me. He told me he needed space. He needed time to think that he was going to stay with his parents. Until he is ready to find an apartment of his own I'm beyond devastated and heartbroken This was no no ordinary love This is the man I know I belong with I felt it in my soul He is God's match for me I'm shattered He later told me that he feels his heart If he feels in his heart that his decision was irrational He asked me to give him Which decision? I'm sorry, the decision to divorce the lady? I don't know know. I'm gonna read this (laughs) He asked me to just give him time to think Maybe his decision to leave And and be with his parents And stuff like that That's what I'm getting Um, He asked me to just give him time to think I profess my undying love for him I Undying I uh, means it's never gonna die. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're immortal. I told <laughs> Joey be alone. I told him that I give him all the space he needs and that I would wait for him until he tells me not to. Mm. Oh girl, my god, this girl, is sick, man. please. I yeah. just want to drag her out the like, damn where's the period? Right. That was the end of our conversation. <laughs> that was the period. After she told him that she would wait for him until he told her not to. That I have the end of the conversation? that was the end of that conversation i have no idea how long he will need what 
he will end up wanting and whether I'm making the right decision to wait for him. Am I torturing myself? Am I setting myself up for another devastating heartbreak? I just don't know what to do. Sign heartbroken. Baby. <clears throat> Girl. Honey. Baby. 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 <laughs> Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but damn, girl. Right. I feel for you, honey. I really do. I never been there, but I know, I know, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. And to answer your question of am I setting myself up for another devastating heartbreak? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are, baby mm-hmm. girl. Just um, pack your stuff. <laughs> and get your ass up on out of there. Yeah, the hurt from you leaving is not going to be um, as bad as it is when he breaks your heart and comes mm-hmm. to you and says, "You know what? I think I'm gonna go work this back out with my ex-wife mm-hmm. or whatever." You know what I mean? Like you and, and you never know that might take you to a whole nother level because mm-hmm. you already are talking about undying love and you already talking about how how deep you about to wait for this man and all this other stuff, honey. That's wild. They say how you get them. What is it? You the lose how you get them mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Not saying that, you know, I don't know if y'all y'all was dealing doing like an affair or something before he got divorced Mm-mm. or whatever. He had left, he left the wife. Already and mm-hmm. then, okay. But again, I don't know if you was around while the wife was still around. You understand or what I'm saying? I don't know mm-hmm. how that happened. But my advice to you, honey, is to just get up out of there and, um, you know, just move right along with your life. Yeah. So, uh... This reminds me of an episode of the current season of why why did I get married? Uh, married at first sight. Mm. Uh, you know, it kind of disgusts me because the black I people? yes. Oh. So it kind of disgusts me because uh, I was talking to my colleague about this. Like again, why do black people have to look like we have unstable relationships? Like why could it never be that there's two black couples that have that are put together and are matching and have successful relationships in this current season the 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 black woman Paige signs up for the show her 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 husband Chris now finds out that his ex fiance is now pregnant and now she has to deal with the turmoil of Signing up for a show and having to deal with drama that she could have dealt with without signing mm-hmm. up for this show. Wait, what? I ain't know that. Oh my! I mean, I don't watch the show, but I, I watched like a little bit. I didn't know that was oh right. My and then what's so sad is he's going through mental health issues, right. and she has to deal with it because now they're legally married, and now she he had a meeting with not only the baby mother but now his current wife, and the baby mother is and the current wife is just like yo. I'm, I like I am very confused. Like I, I thought that he was only there to support you. There's a lot of stuff going on. So if you guys, and not to mention that this man saw her because it's married at first sight. And this man saw her and was like, he is not attracted to her. Right. Whoa, really? Right. So it yeah, was so bad. It was it, so so bad. It's on a new it's season. It's an, it's and an, right, and it's so crazy How because how many episodes is it in so far? It's about like five or six episodes. Oh, in. So wow. So you know, it's sad because it's just like listening to this. It reminded me of that at this season, and it's just like when you're looking for love, it, it's just like you go into the wrong places to find it so my advice to you um sister ally 
whomever you are. Uh, I, I just feel like you just need to um, bow out gracefully mm -hmm. because you may get in too deep and you may hurt yourself right when you utilize words like undying love mm -hmm. that just pushes you puts you in a space where you are like putting yourself to hurt, be hurt and i don't want you to be hurt because being hurt is not allowing you to accept the real love that is for you mm -hmm. so i just say like after that conversation that you had with him no you shouldn't wait you should um mourn the hurt of his him losing you and wasting your time and then move on because outside is getting ready to open up and if you are in the state of new jersey you're able to meet there's different apps that are out now the facebook dating app hinge and maybe if you're trying to do other apps like um like bumble and tender, bumble and tender there are still those apps but you know baby don't do that don't don't Please quick before you wow your head. Yes, girl. Yeah. I mean, like, just for her asking the question, if she's <coughs> setting herself up for another devastating heartbreak, right. means that you've done this before. You've experienced this before. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, well, to answer your question, am I torturing myself? Yes. Am I setting up uh, myself for another devastating? Yes. Um, so, yes to both of your questions. Um, but if this has happened before, there's some signs that are probably recognizable to you um, the, of feelings that you've experienced in the past. And well, she, but I'm sorry, but just, she, she not even talking about the past. She talking about him. <laughs> she talking term. about she him. Heart the first time when right. he left to leave right. with the parents, right. and yeah. she said she was heartbroken. Right. right, right. So, so something from that experience. Like, girl, and then you got him now. He time. went to leave. You know, like so. You remember something? Like, do you recognize a feeling? Feeling. and Patterns. if you do then like you can answer your own questions mm -hmm. um however i am glad that you wrote into us because i w i just i'm just glad that we could be some reassurance for you that you are going to be okay right. joe right. just told you it's the apps out there Amber just told you, girl, what it looked like is what it is. What it, it smelled like is what girl. it is. I've, I've been in those situations where you, you think that this person is just everything. And really, we psych ourselves into believing mm -hmm. that. And, like, a red flag is a real thing. And sometimes we ignore the fuck out of them. And I think that's what you're doing here. Yeah. So, I think it's... it's I th and I, honestly, you know. I think you know the right. answer to your question. Maybe you, you just wanted to hear... Um, another opinion mm -hmm. but you got three of them and yeah. they're all saying the same thing so. get the fuck up out of there girl, girl. get, get the fuck up out of there get the fuck and out like, and it's nothing wrong it's with nothing right because he going through mad shit like mm -hmm. whatever but someone that really loves you is not gonna put you through mm -hmm. no crazy shit like that right period and period 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 he, if he really fucked with you if he really loved you he would have just left Right and took it, taking all his baggage with you, knowing that that's gonna hurt you, but also knowing that you're gonna be okay from that. And he would have stayed the fuck away exactly. instead of like saying, "Hey, wait for me while I get my shit together." Mm. Like that is the most selfish right. shit I've ever, ever seen in my life. And right. like, don't let this make you get like, as I I get from your sex, you're like a hopeless romantic. Like you want love and you can right. have it, but the longer you stay in a situation as such, is the longer it's gonna take for you to actually have it. Don't waste your time. Right. So says uh -huh. the people's podcast. Um, we haven't done a letter in forever. Omg, we need to do the song next I time. No, it's all right. Um, <laughs> so. 
I think we're just going to go into the last segment of the show. Um, this was a wonderful episode, guys. I, I had think so. A great time. Um, anybody want to start with final thought? Yeah, I can start with final thought. Okay. Um, so, my final thought for this um episode is give me a good i haven't had a good final thought in a long time child anybody need a trick (laughs) (laughs) yeah the trick or um yeah the trick to success is to focus on your own shit and that's signed sincerely daily cup of joe um we find ourselves um looking over on the answers to the to the to the question to the person next to us where look we always look over and say oh let me see what they're doing so we can either copy off of them or um or try to make it try to trademark it differently than they did but nonetheless we got to make sure that we do our own shit because that's that's how we become successful that's how we um tap into our own purpose uh if we go and look at the answer to the question on someone else's paper, that's not going to do anything but prolong our destiny and make make it longer to get to our purpose. So I say tap into your purpose. Mm-hmm. Make sure you know it's yours and it's nobody else because once you know it's yours, nobody can take it away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the trick to success is tap into your own shit. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. I wrote this uh, down in my notebook a couple days ago. I have this notebook that I use for like work and then like also like when I pod. And um, I was dedicated this to people who, um, well, to everyone, because we always have a period of transition in our lives and I think that we need to understand that transition is a part of growth yeah. mm-hmm. so when you get into a transitional part of your life it's not for time for you to doubt yourself it's actually time to embrace that because something big is happening yeah. something you're going to the next step um, it, it's about to it's about to get real good mm-hmm. um, so I wrote this down it says I don't have all my shit together mm-hmm. um, I don't pretend like I do I've healed I'm still healing but most importantly I am present and I think that that last part is what you need to really lead off of that with. You, we know that you're feeling like in a confused place and you don't really know what's happening. But be present in that space. Mm-hmm. Understand where you are and then actually make the best out of it. You know, you don't have to have all your shit together. Just be present in that moment. Mm-hmm. That was real. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to take a second to talk about my version of self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not just my version of self-love, but, um, like recognizing bad habits within myself. I believe that's also a form of self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started the self-love journey that I've been on right and this whole like I I started a self-love Instagram page where I wanted it to like look this certain way and I want to be able to put out this certain message and then I stopped 
uploading to that page because I realized I was doing things because I thought it was supposed to look that way or I thought I was supposed to talk about these certain things and in reality those things some of them related to me but not all of them right and that's because back to Joe's point I was kind of looking at what already exists in that realm of uh-huh. like self-love on, on social media and I'm like okay clearly I need to look like this and in reality no I need to look within myself and see what types of self-love gems and tips wow. and tricks I need to be using for my damn self, right. not what somebody else is putting Talent. out there for uh-huh. everybody else. I hope I'm making sense. So, um, something, and this is just a transparent moment, a bad habit of mine is that, um, you know, I'm not great at relationships, right? I, I'm not great at judgment of romantic Partners, mm. I, I'm a great judgment of character. I am right, but I'm not great at discernment when it comes to letting people stay in my presence. Mm. So um, this topic is kind of talking about hanging on to idea, the idea of someone, mm. or hanging on to someone's potential. Mm. Wow, hanging on to what you see when you meet someone, and those first few days are magic, mm. right? Because they know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. But then the next few days is like, hold up. You know, if we have a scale, the heavier side is the multiple days when you're hurting or you feel neglected. You're not getting texts back. You're not getting callbacks. You're being ignored. And then on the lighter side, it's when that one good date that you have uh-huh. or that one good night that y'all spent t- together. Um, so it's very easy, right, for us to cling on to certain parts of, of people, um, to cling on to the potential of people and, like, literally just disregard the rest of them. Uh-huh. And I can acknowledge that that's something that I need to work on. Um, so I say to y'all, take that inner look within yourself and really try to recognize any types of like traumas you maybe you may have dealt with um any type of like a maybe abandonment issues and i'm not talking about as an adult sometimes it's just this is shit that happened mm. when you was a kid yeah. and now it's manifesting into your adult life and you don't know how to like it's like a game that you never played before mm-hmm. right because you sucked at it as a kid or it, it wasn't really good for you as a kid and now that these feelings are manifesting into your adult self you still don't have the skills or the emotions or whatever the capacity to deal with it um as a as as an adult right like somebody could be ghosting you but because the first two weeks of you knowing them they were so consistent and text you every single day and called you every single day you willing to like kind of just put that uh, to the uh. side right um and these are just uh, listen i've been there I, this and I, I think of the, the young lady who wrote in right uh-huh. like these are real things um it's hard to let go of like tender moments especially if you're not used to tender moments yeah. if you're not used to people loving on you and and saying these sweet nothings or, or, or making you feel special, you're not used to those special feelings, mm-hmm. then if you hold on to them shit so damn tight that mm-hmm. when someone gives you the love for two weeks, a week, then takes it away, it's like, damn, but it's like chasing that high when you do yeah. crack or whatever. Not that I've ever done crack or heroin, but you chasing that feeling again because it's like, I know how good it could be. So right. I'm not about to let this go because I don't know the next time that I'm... Have? I'm oh, gosh. Wow. Um, so I just say... Um, think about your now. Think about your present. Think about what you're doing that's aligning with what your what is best for you. Uh-huh. Um, and on the self love tip, right? 
Yeah, if you showing off. those are things that you are not used to, if love and, and feeling special and shit is stuff that you're not used to, do that shit for your damn self. Uh-huh. Take yourself out. Go Take yourself on dates. Take yourself to the spa. Um, express your love language on yourself. Uh-huh. Not just on the person that you're dating. Right? Mm. Show that love to yourself so that when you do come into contact with someone mm, that's who's what trying to impress uh-huh, you, uh-huh. it's like, God damn it, I could do it for myself. I can do it for myself. I can do it for myself. And that's where I am in my journey right now, right? I am treating myself with the utmost respect. I am treating myself with give my time is worth more than gold, honey. Uh-huh. If I don't want to mm-hmm. talk to you, God damn it, I'm not. If I have something to do with myself, then that's going to be done. And if I don't want to do whatever the fuck it is that you want me to do, it's not going to get done. Because I am number one. I am the priority. Hello. And I think a lot of people don't hold themselves to be the number one priority. Stop making other people more important than you. Stop making other people's feelings more important than your feelings. Um... So, yeah, like self-love, just like Asia said, it's not just getting your nails done. It's not just hanging out with the boys. It's not just, like, recreational shit. Like, you really have to show yourself some love. The same way, and we talking romantically, right? The same way you would want somebody you dating to be, you know, showing you around town and, you know, whining and dining you. Whining and dining your damn self. Mm-hmm. And it don't have to be, like, we spending all this money and shit like that. But, you know, be within your means, but at least gas yourself up so that when somebody else gasses you, it it, it don't make no never mind to you because right. you already know mm-hmm. you the shit, right? Absolutely. Um, I don't know if y'all have anything else. No, that was that girl. You um, better end it on that note, child. <laughs> this is the eighty fourth episode of the People's Podcast. We thank you so much for tuning in. This was fun, Uncle Ryan. You got something? No, what both of y'all said was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. Thank Did you. we even do a final thought? Mm-hmm. Oh, you must have went first. It was no, she I went in the second. middle. She was in the middle, so it was, it was very short. <laughs> very short. It was sandwiched in. But um we will see you guys next week for episode yeah. eighty five. Fifteen yes. more shows. Sixteen more shows to a hundred. Um we hope that you can join us if you are in the local N J N Y area. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. See you next week.